Maybe you look like a real asshole. Can I tell you something? She was in highlights in the 80s. I like that you think you're a good guy. He's a comedian. You can say it that way if you want to be wrong. Sounds like you're addicted to a drug. You gotta work on your bits, Joe. I'll give you some pointers. Yeah? How, how do I make them less funny? <laughs> okay, retort. <laughs> how do I make them all about being a server? How do <laughs> 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 Can you help me make, make all my jokes about being a Jewish server? Could you do that? Well, That's your expertise. Step one is get a job. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you and your highest of horses. <laughs> My retort also was adequate. Yeah, fuck <laughs> Successful volley. <laughs> Comedy achieved. <laughs> you ruined it. I always ruin it. <laughs> um, Will's got a mic. Yeah. I bet he's not going to use it often. <laughs> Are you muted? And then you're going to unmute yourself to... Whoa! Unmuted. (laughs) (laughs) Exclusive. (laughs) It's it's not technically exclusive, but it is probably the only time he's ever been on air. It is. I mean, this is a new era of the podcast. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I don't know why that gave me pause. (laughs) You just rotated your thing. Yeah, thanks Um, for clarifying for them what that was. mm. How you been, Max? You're quitting? <laughs> quit and stand up? Yeah, I think you quit stand up, right? I'm at least on an aggressive break. Define aggressive. Um, I just don't think about stand up. Stand up at all. I've stopped worrying about it. Mm-hmm. Uh the my self worth feels less attached to it currently. Were you that attached to it before? At times. I mean as in, as intense as I get? Um, I don't know. that's hard to say i would say it's been waning in the last two years or like it's been waning the last year and a half maybe but before that i was like i was totally consumed with it like basically before you got cysk even before cysk well before you were booked for it okay yeah before then i was really out but like my first like first while it would be like i would have the thing where i'd be like if I only went to one mic that night, I would feel guilty going to bed. I would lose okay. sleep over that. I do not have that and haven't had that for a while. It used to, It's, like, pretty rare that I'll go to multiple, like, even when I'm in it now. To multiple mics. Yeah, and when I do, it's the only ones that I enjoy going to. And Yeah, I feel like I'm done with that. Unless I really had a reason <clears throat> to go to a second one, I wouldn't. Like, I'm not even going to one. You're just, you're just going to go, you know? Yeah. So I just think about food now. Yeah, that's that's all you've done that's in the last all, two, couple weeks. All I've done. You said you've had how many Michelin stars this week? Uh, four in total. In total. Yep. And I have a feeling SKY is going to get one. Well, they got to start offering sparkling water. They might not. It was a little. It was a little rustic. They'll definitely get a guide recommend. It'll be mentioned, yeah. but it was a little. I don't know. A little homey, but so good. That the food is better than a lot of Michelin star. You places. think it was better than Smith? You think everything's better than Smith? You didn't like Smith. Smith at all. was disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly yeah. just because of the price of the two stars or the expectation of it. 
because of, I mean, we went to all Smith of last week. Yeah. yeah, Smith, one of the f- one of the few two star places. It's one of four two stars, right? Yeah. yeah, and one of them is closing. What's close? Oh, sixteen is closing. Sixteen is closing in Trump Tower. Yeah, everyone needs to support Trump by going to <laughs> sixteen. <laughs> This is just a food podcast now. Yeah, that, we're done with telling Chicago, jokes. <laughs> Chicago food. <laughs> what are we going to talk about, the JFL auditions? Yeah, do you have an opinion were about that Were you upset one? about those? I was upset, kind of. I didn't even I didn't remember it was happening until I ran to Lucas O'Neill at Logan a week ago. And he was talking about how he's doing that. And then a, a Comedy Central local thing at the hideout yeah. the same night. I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking JFL is a thing again. A lot well, of people were really upset about it. Tim was super upset about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't care until he meant until Lucas mentioned it, and then like I felt bad, but it wasn't something I was conscious of. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not going to go out next week, just so I'm not confronted with it again. But who, whatever. Whenever Brian the Booker from Laugh Factory posts about the lineups, <laughs> Tim does the emoji where it's like a guy scratching his chin, <laughs> like looking confused. <laughs> I mean, I totally get where Tim's coming from, but I also we've talked about this. Where, what would what was what's Tim's tight five? Yeah, Tim doesn't have any jokes. He's just a like he's a he's a killer. <laughs> he's a killer. He just like he's got to fuck around. Yeah, to kill. He can't just kill with his bits. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Were you upset? You didn't seem to give a shit. Oh, I didn't care at all. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. I was a little like, per- I mean, I was gonna say perturbed, but because I'm not upset, but confused by several of the names I heard who got it. Yeah, but that's not that's par for the course. Like when I went to Royster like, with yeah. uh, Sorab, mm-hmm. uh, Chelsea Hood was waiting on us, and both of them were doing the auditions, and mm-hmm. they were talking a lot about it, and I was just kind of like. <laughs> Yeah, this I love this fucking chicken, bro. <laughs> this chicken's crazy. Was that weird to hear them talk about it? Um I think it it is weird, but it didn't make me feel weird. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Sure. It's strange for anyone to talk about. I mean, JFL is the largest festival. The lar- there it's is, the largest yeah. stand-up festival in the world. Yeah. Uh it's I mean it's very hard to get. There's only mm-hmm. there's so few spots for even even the amount of there's f- far fewer spots than even the amount of people in just Chicago that are auditioning. I mean it's what like ten or twelve new faces spots. That's usually what it is for unwrapped. Yeah. Uh, there's w- there's a lot more. I think there's like twenty <laughs> for wrapped. Yeah, but those people aren't. It's not really an audition thing. Is this in Montreal? Yeah. Yes. There used to be a Chicago branch like five six years ago, and it ended. Why did that end? I have no idea. I, I don't know if Chicago was the only other JFL or if there were a couple others, but I think I, the only one I remember hearing about was the Chicago JFL. But like most comics in Chicago who have a JFL credit, it's from when Ch- JFL was here. Maybe the reason it ended in Chicago is because um, everyone was eating too many hot dogs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Max, we're not doing the radio show. You don't have to plug <laughs> Home of the Hot Dog for WLPN anymore. I'm just telling Killer bitch. You're a very talented <laughs> comedian. <laughs> I had a good line earlier and you made fun of me for it. Yeah, which one? Um Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you never had a good line, Max. Oh, it was good. It was when we were it was right after I bought a candle. 
Oh, what was that? I just Joe and I just went candle shopping. Yeah, it was the most romantic thing we've ever done. <laughs> I met Joe while he was furniture shopping, and then we came to drive here. And then I'm like, oh wait, let me go buy a candle. It's my favorite candle store. That's what he said, pretty much. I bought a sage candle. I'm gonna take it out because I like the scent. <laughs> it's still in its wrapping. I know, but you can you can smell it if you wave it around. <laughs> Is that what it says on the package? No, that's what I learned from experience. Well, you're a wise man. <laughs> sage, if you will. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you guys can't smell this at home. <laughs> <laughs> this is like worse than a visual bit. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it, Joey. Oh, that's pretty nice. <laughs> it is pretty nice. Will you want to try this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Well, what, good, do you th- right? what do you think, well, it's Will? Okay. It's, okay. it's okay. What do you mean it's okay? Are you not a candle guy, Will? I like unscented candles. Really? You just what like the, the... That's the that's the saddest sentence I've ever heard in that's my life. That's not that sad. No. I like unscented candles? Yeah, people like the light sometimes. Practical. Max. Okay, the light. Practical. The, the aesthetics turn... of it? Yeah. Turn yeah. off the lights. Does that, do you do that at home? <laughs> yeah. Do you just sit, like sit by candlelight and drink your uh, homegrown coffee? Yes, all the yeah. time. <laughs> read a book. <laughs> do you read a book by candlelight? Sometimes. Really? Yes. Do you, do you feel rustic when you do it? <laughs> like it, it what, do, do you only read like fantasy novels when you do that? The Hobbit, yeah, particularly over and over again. Yes. Are you, you bi- read like, The Hobbit to candlelight? Yes. Is that real? For real? I, be- I, t- I think it's real. How many times have you read The Hobbit? Uh, never all the way through. Wow. Is really? it good? It's very good. Isn't it kind of bad though? I just started it's a reading. Book. I just started reading Lord of the Rings like three days ago. Really? For the third time, I'm Fellowship trying. Fellowship of the to get Ring through. is a bad book. I got to page 120 twice, and I'm trying to actually get through it now. 120? Page 120. Why is it a really bad page? No, it's like that <laughs> time where they're like nothing has happened really yet. Oh. They're still like all right. When but it, you, you see how it's odd that it's such a specific number. But that's what sticks in my mind. Like I remember getting to about page one twenty and being like, I can't do this. Anymore. I have something like that with Final Fantasy VII, where you just can't appreciate a great game. No, it's where I stop playing at the point where you can get the vampire. That's pretty far in. Is it? I mean, it's probably. Roughly halfway. I think what happened both times is that I didn't get him and I couldn't figure out how to do it and I wanted him because I liked the way he looked. He's pretty cool. And his limit break's not very good, but he's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's not one of the stronger characters unless you figure out how to how to manipulate his overflow damage, which makes him the most powerful character. Which I don't know how to do, but I've seen videos. Remember how we were saying that scent is a worse thing to is talk about on podcast than visuals? No, we're talking. Well. It's limit breaks is worse than scent. No, it's not. Not if you know what limit breaks are, then it's pretty dope. Limit breaks in Final Fantasy VII oh. was if your character took enough damage, they got to do a special oh. attack. <laughs> <laughs> what if you become addicted to that? You're just replacing drugs and alcohol with smelling candles. <laughs> are you still sober? Yep. Yeah, Matt, you're like two weeks? Good one. Yeah, it's been yeah. two weeks. Oh, it's you're talking been two, well, no, it's been about two weeks. But you're talking about doing wine pairings next time you go to a nice restaurant. I won't do it until it's past the 15th. Gotcha. I've already been to some nice restaurants. I didn't drink. Yeah, I was there for some of them. There was So we went to a restaurant last week uh, where with the, we didn't get the, the pairing. That was Smith. That was Smith. And then, uh, remember fucking Richie? Yeah. <laughs> Richie was just like... He was the third tier waiter. He was like... He's, it's like this like 
restaurant that's trying to have really nice service, and they just hired this dude that like looked like he failed an audition to be one of the three Stooges. Yeah, he was like kind of oafish. He was oafish, and he couldn't remember anything, and he stuttered, and he was all sweaty, like he was but sweating through his shirt. He was, he was shirt. trying. He was trying really hard, <laughs> really, really hard. It was so apparent how hard. And he came up to us and just in like in a sweat, he's like, we're, "We just want to let you know we're." Uh, uh, we're really excited. We're really excited to have you, have you here. I'm Richie. All right. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if he always said his name was Richie? Richie. All right. <laughs> he's, like, he's like Groot. <laughs> this is gonna be a, a, a Connie Miso with uh, scrambled crab brains. Uh, I am Richie. <laughs> They're pretty great. What if every server did that with their name? That'd be pretty cool. Ah, I'd love that. You should start doing that at Summerhouse. We're actually supposed to never say what our name is. Really? Yeah, unless because the server at Sky like specifically went out of her way to introduce herself and shake our hands. Some places say that it's important you do it, and some and lettuce is like never tell them your name. Why? Because they think it invites complaints. Really? Because yeah. if they know who's who, it's easier to complain. Yeah, that's interesting. Is that true? Do you guys still get complaints? I don't know. If I mean. The complaints don't really get back to the server. Really? I mean, if there was one time, one time there was a table that like called that and it was my table and like they were frustrated about stuff. Uh, but and my manager told me about it, but they're like, but my manager went out of her way to be like, none of this was your fault. Like, do they go to bat for you? The it really depends. Okay. Yeah. It, if your reputation is otherwise good or not, or the situation. No, it depends. I mean, I I don't think the they'll they might not go to bat for you on the phone, but like in their assessment of, of what you, you did, sure. they'll they'll be like, well, that what that, he didn't do anything, or that's mm-hmm. like an honest mistake. They get mad at the time. I was really ups- I had made a ton of mistakes the other day, and I, it was on the on the hist of me. I don't know if hist is her word. It was like. It was, like, in the middle of me being, like, maybe I should become a fine dining server. And then I went into work with this intent to be, like... And I just had this, like, perfect day before And that. you just fucked up a bunch? I fucked up a bunch. And, Was like, it because you were sober? No. sober. <laughs> being sober helps a lot, actually. <laughs> Who would have uh, thought? <laughs> yeah, you just you just feel well-rested. Sure. Being, being sober, like, literally every single day during the day, I have a period where it's, like, man, my body feels good. <laughs> It's like man, like I was. It happened to me today on the bus. I was just riding the bus, and I was like, "Fuck, dude, my <laughs> core feels terrific." <laughs> Shit. That makes me want to like do a lot of drugs just to stop and feel better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I used to do this thing when I was a freshman in college. I called it the walk of the shame before I was familiar with that phrase, because uh-huh. uh, no sex was involved. Uh, but when, <laughs> when I um. <clears throat> Well, it was my freshman year of college when I was first like drinking heavily, mm-hmm. and on like a Friday night, I would I would go out drink like real crazy and get hung over, and then I'd wake up in the morning and I would go out of my way to not have any water for a, a while, and no water, no food. I'd feel like shit, and then I would go to a convenience store, get a Gatorade. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't drink it. I go to Qdoba, get a burrito, and I'd have it all at once just because I like the surge of like of recovery you got from that it's i like, did this my entire freshman year of college it's like you rested at an inn in final fantasy go fuck yourself i will <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was pretty on point <laughs> yeah you fucking 
called back your bullshit. Your bullshit. You were. That ta- was not my you bullshit. You talked about not getting through Final your Fantasy. Your limit breaks. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty great. That's how I built my party, Max, was who has the best limit breaks. Enough. No. We should go play it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play. Final Fantasy is not a play with friends game. When we were in college, we used to run a film festival, and one of the venues we used to rent out was this little gallery space. We set up a big screen, and after the festival was over, me and a buddy of mine were like, we're going to play Final Fantasy on this big screen. Did you? Yeah, we stayed there for like six hours overnight and just played all night. But that's not very – so what, did you get to, like, level two? Mm. Six hours is not that long. Yes. Yeah, so, like, I mean, yeah, we didn't – I don't think we got out of Midgar, which is the first several <laughs> hours of the game. sucks. No, seven's the best. It's seven and nine are the two best ones. Nine is good. Yeah, I like nine a lot. So uh, the, there's a reason that I put this microphone here. I wanted to tell you guys something. What do you want to say? some news. So my father – Are you dying? No, you wish. <laughs> my father did a DNA test – to see his uh, lineage, you know, like uh, yeah, sure. Ancestry.com or what have you. Who are you? Are you actually, does it turn out you're a gook? I'm Jewish. Whoa! Like all the way? Like. Well, just his side. Yeah, just his side. 0.6%. Damn. Oh, that, oh come on. <laughs> oh, you get no money for blood. that. <laughs> I got the blood. Kanye West is more of a Jew than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, chosen. Here, you fucking How, I'm chosen. I'm chosen. How excited were you when you found out? Very excited. Yeah. Mostly just to tell you guys. You <laughs> <laughs> that you installed the mic. Installed. <laughs> Wait, you said 0.6. Yeah. 0.6%. Less than 1%. On my father's side. Less than 1%. <laughs> But like Polish Jewish, so like real. So Jewish. like real Jewish. Yeah, straight from Poland. So do you like? Do you like Kugel now? I like it all. I'm going to Passover dinner on Friday. Are you? Yeah. Where? At a friend's house. Are they Jewish? Yes. Are they more than 0.6 percent? Yes. Are you going Female. because you found this out? Kind of. <laughs> you Have ever done a Passover? Never. Dude, what you got to play hide the matzah. All right. It's the Afikomen. Fuck off! You fucking have it to. It is called hide what? the matzah. It's the, you hide the afi komen. Hide the matzah. Okay. <laughs> what are you? Uh, what, what else are you? Uh, Italian. Well, my father, Italian and Polish, and uh, that's about it, really. Okay. So there's like a gangs of New York guy. There, there so basically, there's one Jew somewhere in your family line. Oh yeah. Got it. <laughs> but it's there, man. <laughs> I hear you. It's there. <laughs> to be 06 percent Jewish, that must have been like. 500 years ago right <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> like think about is it think about just like if you know maybe if a couple more people kind of uh abided by the rules you know it could have totally different Wait, life. Talk, what do you mean the what yeah, rules are you talking about rules? the rules yeah the fuck rules of fuck a jewish person so what, are, what are jews fuck rules to, to be do it to be jewish and for more of your kin to be jewish fuck jews fuck jews that's what I say. Right? Uh, or else you wind up with a will. Yeah, a will <laughs> with only 0.6%. Yeah. Need more. That means you come from a, a, a line of rebel Jews. You going to try to do birthright trip? Uh, that's what everyone keeps <laughs> asking me. You're too old. Yeah, too yeah. old. But my daughter, maybe. You going to try for her? She, Yeah, I might be able to. Do, you, do I don't know what the re- the like the specifications of what you have to be. I would I bet it's more than 0.6%. 26, I think. Yeah. No, but they raised it since I don't it think it's mid 30s. I don't think it's mid 30s though. I think it's like 30 or 32 or something like that. Maybe I should do it. Yeah, I told my dad. I was like, yeah, I, I hear they give free trips to Israel. He's like, fake news. Is that what he uh, said? Yeah. Is your dad a Trump guy? No, I don't think so. Just the way you said fake news made me think like he's really into yeah, that. Yeah, I was you surprised think he's a Trump by guy, it because he's point one two percent Jewish. <laughs> My dad's like one hundred percent Jewish Trump guy. Some Jews like uh, yeah. Trump. The only like na- I'm a big the, Trump guy. The only neighborhood in Chicago that went for Trump was like the all Jewish neighborhood on the north side. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a very... Well, up- he's very pro-Israel. Uh, Trump or my dad? I assume your dad is. Yeah, I think so. He's just really uh, anti-climate change. Yeah. Like, he's so against it, he doesn't believe in it. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. that's <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I know. So, what are you going to... Are you gonna Besides Passover, are you going to do anything different now? Uh, well, my, my entire mentality kind of changed, you mm. know, because... Uh, my people have been oppressed, <laughs> oppressed uh, for thousands of years. Yeah, so I, I really feel part of the community. Well, did you do? You, do you understand that the other ninety nine point four percent of you has been oppressing the point six percent this whole time? Definitely, I hear you. Well, especially the German part. Yeah, a little, <laughs> a little <laughs> bit it. of history there. <laughs> Inner turmoil. It's okay. Becky is like one hundred percent German, and we make it work. You know what's bullshit? Challah bread. What are you talking about? How is the best bread? It is not. It is clearly the best. That's what's the best. What's the best bread, Max? Sourdough. Fuck you. You're. (laughs) Hala is amazing. It's like soft and it's like. Do you even know what hala is? No. Tell me everything. You're gonna. You're gonna have it on Friday. Braided bullshit bread. Oh, I've seen that. Except the bullshit part. It's really good. It's fucking. It's. I love bread. It's like soft and rich. I love bread too. I and I. Can't fuck you, Max. You don't like challah? I can understand there being better bread, but challah is real good. It's like sweet. A yeah. Bit. What the fuck's wrong with that? I don't understand your taste bread. at all anymore. Eat a cake. Okay. Cake's good too. What's wrong with challah? Pick. They're two different things. Cake or bread. I don't understand what bit you're doing right now. I'm not doing a bit. I'm doing real life. <laughs> so I, you can't like two different things? Be one or the other. Be challah? One of. <laughs> What Separate is, but equal. Oh, that's what a <laughs> <laughs> big Trump guy over here. <laughs> He's great. Yeah, you got sixteen hundred bucks in your taxes. Yeah, I got sixteen hundred back. I and I've been I ate my whole tax return. Yeah, praise Trump. Yeah. Do you know how much fucking foie gras Trump bought me? For, like for this much. <laughs> Max putting his hands up. <laughs> Make a big circle. A shape roughly the size of a grapefruit. <laughs> Oh, my uh, my stocks have gone way up. So, yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. Trump's good for the Jews. Real great. Yeah, you should like him now, Will. Trump? Yeah. Big fan? No. He's no? good for he's good for Israel. Are you like 0.6% fan? I'm a point, 0.6% on board with Trump. I got gotcha. you. What, what what are you trying to say about Jews? <laughs> <laughs> what else uh must I be aware of and prepared for? Uh you must dislike air conditioning in restaurants. <coughs> already, you must al- already don't. You like must it. always be cold. If you always haven't cold. fucked through a sheet, you haven't lived. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's but like <laughs> there's a curb episode on that. That's right? like the one thing quasi Jews know about. That's like a Orthodox Jew yeah. thing. They fuck through sheets. Yeah, I don't think I'm Orthodox. There I think it's a special occasion. No, thing. I don't think you're Orthodox either. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you see me, I got the curly cues and the sideburns <laughs> and the cool cues. hat. <laughs> I bet it. <laughs> Accept me, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, you can be. A Jew. I barely accept Max. I'm a fucking. I'm Jewish, I, he, he's Jewish on his dad. You're both Jewish on your dad's exactly. side. Exactly. Mm. It's got to be your mom's. Got to be Jewish. Otherwise, your heart's got to be Jewish. Is yours? Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this candle smells dope. Are you tearing open the packaging to get a better scent? No. Gotcha. <laughs> you want to do that? <laughs> You want to talk about the show, Max? Oh, yeah. I think the show might be done, Will. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> well, we don't like doing it. No one comes. <laughs> I, think, no, I think the at least the second part is true. The first part is implicit based on the second part. What do you think, Will? It's disappointing. Well, <laughs> yeah, the main reason we didn't want to do it because we were worried about making you feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> you should do it then. <laughs> Just for me. <laughs> but you didn't even come to the last one, which is part of the reason it didn't yeah. happen. That substantiated our, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, Max. Decision! <laughs> you couldn't think of the word decision? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys told anybody? We just told you. Okay. There's, who's to tell? The people that run the space. Yeah, we have to talk to oh, them. Oh, there's <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were we were like we've been on the fence a lot about it, but we've both been like it's not, it's been going the wrong way. Yeah, it's for dying. a while. It's dying. What do you think, Will? I'm just gonna repeat all the things that I said last week. You're which, talking about point six Jew, or which were <laughs> make it make it your own. <laughs> I love it. I love if he was just like. I grind coffee by hand. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust the guy. <laughs> what does that mean, Will? Make, Make it, some... it your own? Yeah. Yeah. How is it not our own as it what is? are you, a fifth grade art teacher? <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, you didn't think of the name. Yeah, we haven't thought of it. Oh, Kylie Butcher. Kylie Butcher is kind of a good name, though. It is. Well, it's Well, because okay. I like meat, and also I sort of do comedy. Bax just raises his eyebrows for comedic effect. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best episode. Go on. <laughs> yeah, I keep smelling the fucking... Yeah, I don't know why you did drugs in the first place, Max. You're delirious all the time anyway. <laughs> so are you going to be really upset if we never do a show here again? Of course not. I don't get upset. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. So you don't care either way. Wait. I don't care either way. But I would prefer... A show in Bridgeport, yeah. a comedy show. If you don't do it here, you should do it somewhere else. Like where? Like Bernice's. What's, What's Bernice's? That's the bar. That's the, the bar on Halstead across from Men's. Is that actually like a good room? Yeah, it's tiny. Small. Tiny's good. I know. And Does it have a back room? It's no. No, it's just one room. I think it's just one room. That's tough. And they have all of the. Audio equipment already because they do an open mic already. They, do, sh- the, they do the music. That's what you mic. should do. Just run and run an open mic there. I don't know if we want to run an open mic. Okay. No one would come. Maybe for a uh, a week you do like or or maybe you take over there because they already have an open mic on Thursdays, but it's mostly musicians. Yeah. So if you if you take that over and and do it as comedy, maybe you s- find a new audience. The problem with that is how many comedians are based out of Bridgeport. None. Yeah, I I have no idea. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I do have an idea, and it's, mm, zero. My idea <laughs> is zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just I know. I know. I mean, I I know all the open mic comics, and ooh, all of them. They're pretty much all uh, on our side. I think I do. <laughs> I'm, uh, I've been going to I'm a lot convinced. of open mics for years. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. We, we we were talking about at dinner about running something else, but like maybe maybe not. I mean, if we did it, we would need either a person or a space to promo for us because I just I don't I'm I don't not think good I, at it and I don't have it in me. I don't. I think Max and I like because we were both talking about quitting a lot this week, <laughs> and it's a lot about not wanting to do the parts of it where it feels shitty, which is a lot of it. Like, it should just be, this should be fun for us. But most about stand-up isn't that fun because it gets competitive and you feel bad. 
and then there's a lot of work. Like, we put a shitload of work in the county butcher, and then no one came. And there's just a lot of stress every month about why is nobody coming? Is the show going to happen? Is it going to be good? And it made the show, it was more stressful than it was fun. Truth. All those things are true. However, the work that you did were in, like, the worst months for people that, that going around the city and seeing things. That's uh, that's quasi-true. Like, clubs struggle in the summer. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, like, they're big months. They're, like, they're, like, the dead of winter is bad because no one wants to go outside. But, like, fall and spring, where it's, like, it's... Like like it is now like forty fifty degrees. When people it's nice wa- out, people people want to go do something, yeah. but they don't want to be outside. Paddleboat season is terrible. But in the summer, time. people just want to be outside. Yeah. So do your paddleboat season, uh, or no, your non paddleboat season shows, April, May, June, kind of, and then see what it, see see what happens, and get those regulars back by giving away free shit. How do? I don't think we can get our regulars back. Yes, you can. Free. BYOB. We can't do BYOB here. BYO free beer. <laughs> Max is looking very wide. It seems like you guys have made up your mind, which is fine. You know, do what you want. Failures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give this guy 0.6%. He gets some balls. <laughs> Um, this fucking bear Jew over here. <laughs> uh. I don't know what that means. Have you not seen Inglorious Bastards? Oh yes, yeah. I have seen that. It's big Jew. You'll start to understand references after you ease into your faith. <laughs> Were you ever religious, Max? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> no, not at all. Faithful? Dog, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Were you religious? Were you bar mitzvahed? Nope, we never went to Hebrew school. My sister and I, uh, we were given a choice. Whoa. And you both said no? Yeah, we're like, why would we want to do that? For the payoff. Well, we didn't know about... You could have went to... Imagine how many restaurants you could have went to. I didn't know about the money. I didn't know about the money. Oh, you didn't know about it? Well, she asked us... Because you start Hebrew school, like, what, six or seven? Damn, you got Jude out of a bar mitzvah. (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's weird? I heard someone um, say the phrase on Facebook that they got gypped. Out of something? Yeah, it's a gypsy. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I feel like that phrase just disappeared. Like I, I heard just. I heard that it was offensive somewhere. Mm-hmm. Then I stopped saying it, and then I feel like everyone stopped saying it. Then when I saw someone use it, and clearly they spelled it with a J, so clearly <laughs> they weren't familiar. Sure. With the, the origins uh, of it. Yeah, yeah, the origins of it, or the fact that it's offensive. But it felt it felt it made me feel dirty to read. Really? I felt it was scintillating. <laughs> so you kind of sexy. Like so, it's attractive now. No. Then why'd you? <laughs> so you liked it, but you, you don't think it's good. I didn't like it, but it was no. I when I said I scintillating, I got off on a tangent. What I really meant was just dirty. It was like this feels gross. This feels like trashy. But you like saying gay. Well, that's because that one's so explicitly you're not supposed to say it that it's fun to say ironically. Sure. In but, the right context. But gypped is too obscure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like gypped is too it's kinda like I, I never say um well, actually I've started to say it. Uh just because I think it's funny. But uh Gay? for a long time no, bitch. Oh. Cause I think I think bitch is like technically a great word. I think it's technically it it, it is offensive in the same way that a slur is. It's just more 
it's used more common. Like the point of bitch is to say someone is, is to reduce a woman to just that. Sure. It's to disregard their humanity, which is the same reason a slur is offensive. But because it's accepted as something you can almost say, like it's one, it, I feel like it's one of the lightest it s- is. swears. But it, but, but the, the mechanism with wit, by which it is offensive is the same as any other slur. But because it's not outwardly considered to be that, it's not as fun to say. It's more fun to say words that are so more taboo. agreed on as being so taboo that it's like <laughs> that you can say them ironically. So you're a big N-word guy. Well, I would say the N-word all the time if I... Um, if you didn't think people would hear it. Uh, if I didn't think there'd be repercussions. Like, yeah. that one's... Re- like, if you say N... Like, you should just start hanging out with Drummond, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some guys like that say it, and it's really funny. Yeah, but hanging out, I don't, hanging I don't out with those guys it. is a blast. Yeah, but, but I, I just don't say it. Yeah, it's I, too ingrained in me. Yeah, I, I never say it. Yeah, I can in that setting. And I said it last week when I was telling you guys an anecdote about the whip. About how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about you. Yeah, when you were recounting your uh, inner Perf- monologue. Dialogue, <laughs> monologue. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Decent bit for once. <laughs> God, I gotta do mics again. Yeah, you gotta. I'll never riff again. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I can't believe we're best friends. <laughs> Dude, I gotta start bringing this thing around with me. Yeah, you just—you should have bought two: one for home, one for your bag. We can carry around. Yeah, but I'm saying you're gonna want to burn that at home. Oh, I, bought... I'm not just gonna wanna. I'm gonna do it. Do a <laughs> d- fuck! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> You've lost your chops. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. You were you were a decent comedian. Now you're I'm just nothing. <laughs> I sort of knew that was coming. It's like it's like you got to sleep in the bed you made. <laughs> oh man, did you shit in this bed? <laughs> There's gonna be poop all over your shit, dude. <laughs> this is <laughs> better smell the candle because <laughs> everything sucks. That's your crutch. No. <laughs> Damn. I'm trying to make. I I was. I stopped biting my nails for a long time. Then I started to again, and I'm trying to get them back to being good. By the time I have this date next week. What do you mean? Well, I used. So I started biting my nails when I was in fifth grade, and I became the most intense nail biter. I still bite my nails. Well, I quit this year. Like my nails got really nice. And then somewhere along the line, I just started to do it again, and it went. I lost all my progress. Okay. <laughs> Were you like biting them too far, or what? I would bite all the skin around them. Okay. You know, and and too far. Sure. Like they bleed. Like look at my thumb. <clears throat> yep. It's all fucked. Sorry, Max. So gross. Yeah, it's gross, right? And I'm trying to fuck this hot girl. I also just hate the sound of nail clippers, which is one of the reasons I did it. Uh, like they they drive me nuts. I like it. I hate it. Will you had a point? You're like a cannibal. You like to eat skin? <sighs> Not like it. Meet your mic, Will. <laughs> What'd you say? I said mute your mic. <laughs> 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 and he did. <laughs> I'm sorry, Will. You can come back. That was so catty, Joe. <laughs> I know. It was very bitchy. Mute your mic. <laughs> <laughs> your riffs make Max's riffs look good. Yeah, that's true. And they're terrible. <laughs> Well, it wasn't even a riff. It was more of a point. So you're enjoying your life now more that you've kind of given up on stand-up. 
I don't even know. I've just had. You seem happier. Do I really? Yeah. <laughs> I think I probably am. I just ha- I have a lot of moments where I'm just like, I think I was telling you on the ride over where I'll just like when you take away the worry of feeling like you got you have to be good or the best. Mm-hmm. You just, it's so easy to just be like, oh, man. Yeah, I want to stop that. How how nice life can be. Like it's nice to sit. I was listening to Come Town this week, and they had Tim Dillon on. Yeah. Do you ever you, you like yeah, Tim yeah. Dillon? I listened to this episode. Yeah, and they talked about. Uh, I always thought. Some, well, I remember which guy was like. I always thought I wanted to be like a working comic, you know. And then I know guys who are working comics, and like have that life, and they're all fucking miserable. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what this is like. Yeah, like, yeah. It, there's nothing. That's not what you want. You want something else besides being a working comic. That's never gonna happen. I remember. Um listening to Moshe Kasher talk about it and he's like he's like when I was a few years into supporting myself on stand up I would go to every club and just think to myself man I thought I wanted this is he happy now I don't know like that interview or whatever he was doing was he seemed like he was I past mean that? I bet he's happy because he's married and he's having a kid I bet that matters a lot more to him than the fact that he can headline clubs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was telling you this, and I was talking to Santiago about it today, about... I the, d- the like, boy. Yeah, the boy. The uh, boy. Uh, about not wanting this to be something I resented. Yeah. And it definitely became something I resented that yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do this, or I just made me more upset that it made me happy. So I want to try to figure out how to do it only in that way, and... I just have to change who I am. I don't know how to do that yet. Uh, but where it's about like not about competition or being recognized for something, which is like because I did Boy Girl last week and I thought about killing myself, like legitimately thought about killing myself for about a full 24 hours. <laughs> like I was really tempted. I'm just going to walk into Walmart, get a handgun and just blow my brains out right there in the store. That was my plan. Yeah, Trump's a great man. I know. And like then you and I talked like yeah that was fucking stupid but I was upset because no one was going to come up to me and tell me how great I was that's why I was upset not because I didn't do very well yeah that's dumb and, but that's what stand up is like that's why I get really upset about it is I need people to see that I'm great and I can't I can't live my life like that or else I'll just continue being like this which is bad there's a trend in um in like contemporary nice restaurants you you you've seen it where the open kitchens yeah i like it i like it too but the little i've heard chefs talk about it is they do it because they like seeing people react to their food okay i get that i get i get it too but so how much are they just sitting there watching you eat at least a little <laughs> uh because i like i i know i know i mean when at first i heard that i thought like well they're focusing on what they're doing but it's like I know when I'm working, I'm like, I'm conscious of, I, I sort of have a sense and I don't care, but just because I'm walking around and observing who's, who's into what, or just, just the mood of a yeah. number of different tables, like of in whatever course. side of the restaurant I'm in, I, ju- I just kind of know, of course, I, I don't think about it, but, uh, and it struck me as, I mean, I, I suppose. I mean, you you agree that like, it's very it's a relatable urge. Yeah, for sure. because uh, they like this for that. I mean, for, I think it it is fun for the diner mm-hmm. in really nice places to see how meticulous and how clean and how smooth a kitchen is. Like even at that place today where we'd hear them all yell out. Like I didn't know why they were doing it, but every once in a while, everyone would just 
yell something at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of neat. Yeah, it was kind of cool, but weird. It's kind of annoying. Well, you thought I thought it was fine. Uh, I was a little annoyed, but yeah, I know. I was more annoyed by that woman who sat next to us. She was really obnoxious. The I love this place oh, so she much. Was. Yeah, I yeah. hated her. I'm obsessed with you guys. I think it is the best restaurant. Yeah, it was a, yeah it's like a it's like a chicken, but it's a different than a chicken. <laughs> it's like That's a different kind. It's like a it's like a chicken, but it's got no fucking wings. That's pretty good. <laughs> they didn't know what Mars Brewing was, though. Well, that who who Will just raised yeah. his eyebrows. Uh, yeah. They talked about Mars and how great it was, and how she went to the tap room opening. This this obnoxious woman who was at Sky that we were just. I at. gotta check out that tap room. Yeah, maybe we could not do a show there too. <laughs> the menu just looked really good. Yeah, we should go sometime. Yeah, and just, I don't know. Is it's the same dude as Kimsky? Uh, I think it's the same chef. Yeah. Because Kimsky is so fucking good. Yeah, Max loves Kimsky. Yeah, great place. Great place. Do you think there are people who just do things because they like doing things? Yeah. I mean, like, do you think there are chefs who just like being a chef who aren't worried about what do people think? Or comics who don't worry about what do, how good am I? I think with those two examples, I think there are examples, but I think that they're few and far between. They're few and far between, and even when it does exist, it's like it's it's part of it, you know. Part of being a thing, one of those guys is to be competitive. Yeah. So you don't think someone can do something competitive just for the joy of it? Of course they can, but, but you don't think it happens? Not really, no. Because I would like to try to do that. I just don't know if I'm capable of it. I mean, I would like to try to do it too, but like, I feel like literally every bit I've ever written that works was written under this uh, I need to be mental good. space of like, like, fuck, I'm fucking up. I'm not doing enough. I need to do more. I need to like really fucking work on this. And then I yeah. get one minute. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and when I just do it leisurely, it's like, oh, well, I guess I fucking did a bit and I'll try the bit and I don't know if I'll add it to the act, but. Well, why do you think you feel that need? insecurity from like you need other comics to respect you like what know. like what's the insecurity is i guess what i'm the insecurity saying. is like you don't like yourself and you feel like maybe if you were better at stand-up at, yeah you would like yourself if you're the best at stand-up sure but you know that's not true you know like you part know of you knows it's not true but a different part can of trick you, yourself it's not it's it, can implies agency. I think it's a part of your psyche that uh, you're not in control of. It's like a, it's like an id. What would it be? It'd be? It's like an ego thing. The id is the one that's the most like rational and you're no, in control e of. Id is the most carnal, barbaric one. Ego is you kind of pretty much how you are. The super ego is the idealized vision of yourself. Well, I don't fucking know. All right, fine. But uh, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah, Freud. I think you can't you can't control the urge where it's like I feel bad about myself. If I was good at this, I'd feel better. That's not an intellectual thing. That's just something you feel subconsciously. Whereas consciously, you know that of course that's not true. Or maybe you don't know that as an of course, but you can reason that it's not. Okay, but why you said recently like you're just trying to be like a really great waiter when you're like while you were there like I'm going to do a great job. Yeah, because it feels nice to do a good job at stuff. But that wasn't connected to you feeling good about yourself. No. So it it's possible felt... to do things at a really high level just because you enjoy it. Sure. 
it's just hard to do competitive things that way. Yeah, I'm not competitive as a waiter. And yeah, also, I, I don't have were. any, like, stake. And that w- that didn't feel like like something I was trying to make, like, central to who I am. It was just like, it's like, oh, well, if I'm going to be here, I will feel better about my day. Even if it takes, like, the expulsion of energy, mm-hmm. I will feel better about my day. In the same way I would that if I, like, went jogging and, like, using energy to do, to do something productive and feel like I did a good job and mm-hmm. just having that done is better than approaching it. i mean I, I i i think and i think i have experienced that i will feel better than if i treat a day at work as like well fuck this i'm not really into this like i just i keep looking at the clock can't wait to leave this is bullshit i'm not making enough money mm-hmm. then then i will leave the day feeling like disappointed about my life that's how i was at uh when i was ho- hosting mics like i remember there were nights at aj's or the whip. I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this. And then I'm like, well, I'm here. I might as well shut up. <laughs> I might as well like, do a really good job while I'm here. And like the mic went much better because I'm like, I'm just going to do it well because I'm here. Like I have to be here for another two hours. So I might as well try to make it as good as I can. Yeah. God, I hate hosting mics. Yeah. I mean, we hosted Chubas like a month ago. That was not that fun. I don't even really remember that. Well, you were re- you were drunk. I was like rip roaring drunk. Yeah. You were getting a new drink like every five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I, I, even in the course of this uh, podcast, I've been thinking about drinking. Yeah, you have a problem. Want to know what I've been thinking? I was like, we should go to the aviary after this. What is the aviary? The Alinea Group's cocktail Jesus bar. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be really cool. You can get a cocktail uh, flight. I think you're going to look back at bank statements in like six months like, God, I got to have so much money. Because you you've spent probably at least $500 in the last two weeks on food. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I have kind of close to. Yeah. Like Smith and then Blackbird. And then today, I don't remember. There might have been one other one besides Sky today. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's easily like $400. I'm above. I'm probably above 500. Oh, for sure. You've already went to Royster and Topolobampo and all that shit. Right. But the way I justify it to myself is like I make five hundred every weekend, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like this week, I'm gonna make. I'll probably make almost five hundred. No, I mean I think you're getting something for that money. Like you're yeah. getting an experience you're enjoying. Yeah. But you're also gonna be like, was that worth that much money? No. Yeah, and I'm also I'm pretty aware of the fact that by compressing all of those times together, that you cheapen each one. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think a little bit like sobriety makes me go to these more. Well, cause I think you're looking to replace your vice with another one. Yeah. 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 But you still seem happier. Well, that's just because of the stand up stuff. Because you're not worried about these that are all. all sort of separate issues, of course. But you're or they're like, like Venn diagram. Yeah, issues. but all your issues, like you're all your the ways in which you're fucked up, kind of intersect. Right, but they're all. That's why I say Venn diagram. It's like they're intersecting, but they also exist outside of each other. Sure. Like I, I have some, I have some issue with like, um, uh, like I need to be doing some, like I need some external thing to give me like a stream of like like numbness and pleasure mm-hmm. that and i can i can get that through drinking or weed or cocaine or restaurants or whatever uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> like i'm aware of that but a separate issue which often intersects with that is that i feel like i need to be 
I, or I have felt like I need to be really good at something. And do you st- but you don't want to, you don't want that anymore. I kind of do, but it's 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 significantly subdued. Well, because I mean, you were talking come back. You were talking about like being a Michelin guy and reviewer. That'd be so fun. But then, would you want to be really great at it? No, because well, I mean, because it doesn't matter because it's all anonymous. Yeah, like Michelin reviewers are. It's very in. There is no validation from it. What if stand-up was anonymous? What if theoretically, I'm not saying it could possibly work. Yeah, yeah. Where theoretically you could do stand-up, and no one knew who was on stage. I don't think anyone would do it. You think it's about getting the credit from doing it? Yeah. I don't think I don't think anyone. I, I yeah I think that's like a valid thought experiment and I legitimately uh, like you would have no interest in it. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know if I would either. I the I remember when I was in architecture school I loved I think I've told you this before but I used to love uh, our presentations like everyone every uh, person would present to a group of architects at the middle of the semester and at the end of the semester. And they'd always put the the professor would put their favorite student last, and I mm-hmm. always went last, and I fucking loved it. Mm-hmm. And I would just try to crush. Yeah. And I would, and because you wanted to have that review where the uh, professors would be like, I don't know, I just I love I love what you're doing, like that makes sense. And you you like you want them to not say that much because they're because they're Cause supposed they to have criticize. nothing to add. Yeah, yeah and they're yeah. just like, yeah, that's like that's good. That's what you want, right? Um, that's what I was getting in film school that really made yeah. made it for me. Oh, we got a man. What's up? Hey. Just hoping to grab this without getting you guys this way. Feel free. Sorry, man. some architecture stuff in here? Uh, a right. little bit. Cool. You guys are the coolest. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not true, but thank you. Thanks. <laughs> 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 that that, we just had a guest. Yeah. It sounds like he listens. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was listening to the 12 seconds he was in here. <laughs> <laughs> what was I saying? Oh. Uh, yeah, so anyway, you wanted to crush, right? And I really got a kick out of that. And mm-hmm. then as soon as architecture school ended, I didn't go straight to grad school, obviously, but I was planning on going to grad school. I needed more work for my portfolio. So I tried entering these competitions where I would just work by myself and I would get, and I would pick like competitions that'd be really cool for fun projects to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because there was no one doing them next to me, I would do them for like a few days and then stop. I clear it, it was just so obvious to me. I didn't. It was enjoy, all about standing out. Yeah, I didn't enjoy the work. I enjoyed uh, being told that I was doing better than others. Uh, for that reason, I think if stand up could just be done in a vacuum where I could I could crush, I could write my own material, but like no one ever knew it was me. I never had a face. No one ever remembered me. No one was doing it near me. No one, you know what I mean. Uh, I don't think I would enjoy it at all. The only two guys I've, I was talking to you about this t- on the way here. The only two guys I can think of who would do that would be like Dwayne Kennedy and Stuart Huff, because they already kind of are obscure and they've been doing it for so long, and they're both really good. I mean, Dwayne's better, but like, I think Dwayne wants money. You think? Kind of. Well, because he never made the attempt to like be a big success. I just heard him on a. I heard when I heard him on WTF, mm-hmm. he was like that was a while ago. That was it was a while ago, but not that long. It was maybe like five years ago. Yeah. Which like in Dwayne time, it's like he's been in a similar spot for like twenty some years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's been a legend for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but he was like, he's like, man, at this time, I just kind of want to start making some money. Like, what do I got to do to start paying rent? 
Okay, but then like two years ago, he put out an album of him performing for like no one in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He put out a half hour album. I'm sure album. he wanted more people to be there. Yeah, but then why did he put out the album? He could have just like, well, we'll wait for a better show. If you go, I don't know. Like he could have gone to any room in Chicago. He could have gone to CYSK and be like, hey, I want to record an album. He's lazy. Yeah, but to me, that says he doesn't care about the competition aspect. He's just like, I just like, this is just what I do. Sure. And like when he would take time off to paint. That's cool. And like I've talked to Stuart Huff, like he gets, he doesn't get excited to do every show, but I think he doesn't care if he's doing a show for twenty people in a big auditorium. He's just like, I just like doing this. Yeah. And those are the only two examples I can't think of a single Chicago comic who I think would do it that way, like a single grinder in the city who is like, I would just do this forever anonymously. I can't think of anyone. I mean. To to be honest, I don't think it's even a matter of forever. I think it's like I don't know that people would do it at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, just just imagine, just imagine, you could, um, you could go to some English speaking country. Mm-hmm. You'd make no money, but you could just. I mean, the specifics of this are inconsequential. But like, you would imagine you walk into a room. Uh, you go, you just go up, you're brought up by God, Mike, to, in front of 500 people to do 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what you're going to do. You feel good about your 20 minutes. Uh, it goes really well. And then all of those people disappear and no one ever knew it happened or saw it. Um, and then you just go home and go to bed. <laughs> that doesn't sound... Appealing? It, it's not even. It, it, it's beyond a, unappealing. It's like, who fucking cares? Like, there's nothing like inherently pleasurable about like just like saying stuff and people laughing. Like, but you can say that about everything. You could say that about well, no one cares about this food that they forget it. What do you mean? Like a chef, if you could, the same example of you can c- put a lot of effort into this, you know, eight course tasting menu and you'll serve a room a restaurant full of people who really enjoy it. They love everything. Yeah. But then they all disappear and they forget that it happened. Would you still be the chef? I guess you probably wouldn't. So maybe I mean maybe the thought experiment's invalid or I don't know. I feel a little confused right now. Well that's ba- I I agree with you. Basically then like any experience lacks meaning unless there's someone there who recognizes you for it. And I don't know if that's entirely true. I mean, I understand why it feels true. Yeah. But that undermines the, the entire desire to do anything is just recognition. Well, a lot of chefs will talk about how they want you to remember this. Like, it's a, it's a trend now that people give you copies of the menus at the end. Yeah. Or, you know, or like, the, they give you a pastry at the end of the meal. Like, that's the Chicago thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that has to – that's done explicitly so that people – remember this is like a special experience yeah uh so to 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 you know to for someone to go to you know oriole and then at the end someone hits them with the men in black <laughs> memory eraser thing sure that would probably really bum out the chef you don't think there's any chefs that would just do it anyway because they love it i don't i mean i i can't really speak for them to be honest, but, but I like, think you, that they would I think strongly you think prefer. They don't. I think they would strongly prefer people remember it. Of course, I'm just. I mean, we've been talking in circles about this, but this, the whole idea of can you do something just to do it? And I don't. 
I I don't I, fucking know. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of on the same. I'm not sure. It's interesting to think about, but and I'm just really I'm really not certain. I think, and it's it's a it's a a nuanced thing. I think one thing I am sure about is that the the motivations that people have for doing whatever they do at whatever level with whatever le- uh, sense of competition are very complicated. Oh like yeah, they're not they're not cut and dry. One like like A B C, uh, r- like cause and effect relations. You mm-hmm. know, they're it's like all sorts of. Uh, you know, like I want to think you and I could do another show and just enjoy doing it, but I don't know if that's actually plausible. Like I like to think it is, because there are sets where we would have where like that was fun, but it's a lot of is the show good, and then you just start worrying about that. Yeah, and then I think or I like think Max relief, got more laughs than I did in that one and shit like that. Yeah, I never have that worry about you, but um. <laughs> I can't relate to that one. Uh, I understand, Max. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're more oblivious than I am. (laughs) You didn't recover. (laughs) Not not as good a volley as you had earlier. No, it's not great. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to hit the candle? No, I'm okay. (laughs) I appreciate you thinking about me, though. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I'm not sure. Are we done? Well, we have to we have to close really strong, right? I thought we did. Hit him get hit give us a hot one, Joe. I'll go fi- I don't have hot ones, Max. I have hot twenties. <laughs> That's the Mike Sheehan thing. Is it? Oh, one hot one and then it's never hot. Yeah, it's never <laughs> <laughs> And I think every time he does want it to be hot. Oh, yeah, I don't think he's like, one more bomb. I don't think he's thinking in his head. That's what he's gearing up right now. He's, like, doing an ironic detachment thing, but the the layers of irony don't make sense. Mm, yeah. You know, where he's like, man, this room is hot right now. I'm just going to have to tell my hot, hot bits. And it's like, he's saying that as if his bits work in a hot room. Like, I don't know. Don't have to. This is the second podcast in a row. Talk shit shit about Mike Sheehan. (laughs) (laughs) Not necessary. Very respected. Well, I don't. Well, very respected (laughs) human being, who does comedy. Okay, we don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) He's fine. I actually do like him. I think he's really gone. I haven't seen him, but I haven't been around. Yeah, but I mean, he used to go to Irish Eyes. Yeah. Every week, I used to talk too close to my mouth. He's got bad breath. Yeah. Uh, you know, I had bad breath as my barber today. Oh, you got a haircut. That's right. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Do you recommend that place? It's the only place I've ever gone in Chicago. So, no. Mm, I would. I thought about when I get my haircut, I would have to go to, like, a nice place just to, like, see what they do. I like barbers. That's where I used to go when I would go to a barbershop. It was just, like, the barbershop next to my place. I mean, I've never been to a nice place, mm-hmm. um, but... I used to go to like great clips type places. I always thought that was just what haircuts were. And then I went to a barber and I was like, I like this. I like everything. I think my hair looks nicer. It's cheaper. Uh, yeah, I, I would a, not go to a great clips. I have a better time there. It's just like the first time I went to a barber, I was like, I, I'm always going to go to a barber forever. Yeah, for sure. This is, yeah, this is a no brainer to me. That's a pretty hot one, huh? It's still hot. <laughs>